0: Ether Hour, everybody. This is your host, Conrad Franz, and today we're doing something a little different. I have the recording for my appearance on episode one of my friend Anthony of Westgate's The Reversion podcast. It's been taken down for a while, hasn't been available online about space being fake, so here it is. It's available now for Ether Hour subscribers. Hope you all enjoy it. We get into some deep topics, cosmology, Uh, you know, atheism, evolution, stuff like that. So be sure to give it a listen. I hope you all enjoy this. We'll be at you with another episode next week, me and Dimitri. So hope you enjoy this one and God bless. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Reversion podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friend Conrad, who is the co-host of a fantastic podcast called World War Now, where he covers the ongoing Third World War through the lens of Christian prophecies and rising multipolarity. Conrad, thanks for joining me on the first of hopefully many episodes uh, of this little podcast I'm doing here. It's great to have you on.
0: Thank you, Anthony. It's good to be here. Uh, You have one of my favorite Twitter accounts, I think, uh... I don't think that's discreet. I think they make that pretty obvious by, you know, when I share your content. So uh, hello, everybody. It's an honor to be the first guest. Uh,
1: yeah, well, uh, it's actually, given the topic that we'll be discussing today, it's, it's uh, I think, pretty fitting because uh, we'll, we're going to be talking about cosmology. And um, being the first podcast episode, what better place to start than uh, observations about the natural world? So just for context, Conrad and I, we co-hosted a Twitter space earlier this week where we discussed the pseudoscience that is modern cosmology and its impact on how we as Christians dialogue about the natural world, Um, basically how the space industrial complex and its consequences has been a disaster for the human race.
0: Oh, it's true. And I think uh, people don't want to, uh, you know, some people get very offended by this. And I respect you a lot for making this your first episode, because, you know, in the circles that we roll in, in the religious world, in the online world... You can say a lot of things that are maybe controversial on the news, but in these circles are are fairly mainstream, whether it comes to beliefs and even something like creationism, rejecting evolution, being aware of certain groups and in-group preferences, being aware Mm. of certain other versions of history, whether it comes to ancient history, you know, and understandings of prehistory and antediluvian pre-flood understandings, you know, hear a lot about the net. All these sorts of ideas are fairly common, and you can talk about them and people can disagree on them, but suddenly you bring up the idea that you know maybe an endless vacuum of space, uh, stretching endless thousands and billions of light years, that also happens to be made up of ninety five percent dark matter and dark energy that can't be detected in any way. Maybe that isn't true. Suddenly, people start to get people start to lose their minds. I think it's I think it's an interesting phenomenon.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting to see this phenomenon occurring uh, in our space among the right uh, because. You know, the, the right kind of has this claim that, you know, we, we resist all these psyops and, uh, you know, we, we're, not, we're not the brainwashed ones. And, you know, we're the ones that are noticing and naming the individuals that are behind all these conspiracies and psyops. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to things that are so embedded in our psyche that we've been taught since we were children... Uh, that we're taught with visual aids too, you know, all the, all the images that you see of, of space, of the nebulas, and uh, here's what a black hole looks like, and here's what this planet looks like, and uh, they're all CGI images, and I even posed a challenge on Twitter, and I said, uh, find me a single photo, not an image, a photo, of a satellite orbiting in space, and all I got were images of the ISS. I, not a single person could produce uh, a real photo uh, that was taken with a camera of one of the eight thousand plus satellites that are allegedly in orbit. Um, on this particular issue, you know, and I'm using the satellites thing as an example, just as to to kind of reveal how strong the cognitive dissonance is. But it's it's to the point where you know you could scroll through hundreds of images uh, that are CGI'd uh, on Google Image when you search for this, and that and 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 that wouldn't even ring a bell in your head to indicate that maybe this is all fake and gay.
0: Well, and I think from our perspective, it's hard because it's important, I think, to convince people why this is even relevant to talk about because. In in their defense, St. John of Damascus back in the day said the debate between round Earth and the flat Earth, he said that ultimately that is not, you know, the realm of salvation, that is not something that's going to matter at the end of all things. However, let's note that, you know, in the in the 8th century, that debate is a lot different than believing in an endless vacuum of entropic space time with, you know, gas giants spinning with supposedly infinite possibilities of planets and Goldilocks zones with life and all this stuff. That's a lot different from, you know, believing uh the debate that was going on back then let's say however a lot of these people come from this these are christians who perhaps are creationists in some regard who are maybe theistic evolutionists which is a silly position or are you know they hold to some slightly opposing views to the mainstream but again ultimately they rely on you know 90 percent of mainstream science like they believe in space they would believe in the vacuum they would believe obviously in the moon landing in the iss being real they would believe that the voyager missions would send back accurate data you know these probes all this kind of stuff they would still believe all of that narrative. And then, you know, someone, some Christian at some, you know, weird university or someone online with a PhD would kind of write a poignant essay and do the, bring a sort of ad hoc rescue to this position. And someone would show a picture of a star that looks vaguely like a crucifix and be like, here, the glory of God's creation. Endless space. This narrative entirely perpetuated by atheists and evolutionists that in their minds perfectly proves their position that the Earth is just one of many billions of worlds formed over billions of years. To statistical billions of likelihoods in a multiverse or whatever. And mm. these people don't want to hear the arguments that, I made, that we and Anthony may have for actual evidence why NASA is lying or why the ISS isn't real or why gravity is fake, because they are more interested, of course, in the religious and theological implications. And I posit on that regard that the widespread belief that we are a pale blue dot, as Carl Sagan had talked about, floating in endless space, Is much more is utilized much more by the powers that be to to put a nihilism and a and a sort of disdain for life and an atheistic secularism and a as well as being an ad hoc rescue for general evolution and and theories of creation that are absent of God. It's a lot more powerful for that narrative anything to do to show people the beauty of God's creation. You have, like, for, If that were to be true, we'd be in a Christian renaissance. People would be converting and getting baptized in mass when a new Hubble photo is published. And that's just, I'm sorry, that's just silly to even say. So to act like this isn't a problem, that there's not at least, at least you, can, you need to at least admit that it, from your perspective, it's all being misinterpreted in a horrible way and leading to something akin to a bit of a mass apostasy or at least like... So many people in the church, you know, they'll, they'll they'll believe in Jesus and everything, but they will say, "But I can't reject evolution." Like I've heard this so many times from cradle orthodox, from from non orthodox Christians, from others. Like a lot of Catholics, like this is this is a very common perspective in the church on that issue. And all these people who would mock me for my perhaps alternate cosmology would would of course then be against evolution because it blatantly posits that death occurred before the fall and death entered into the world. So it's important for people to think that, like, I don't just think it's cool that the earth, you know, isn't. Exactly the globe that they tell us it is, and that space isn't real, and that there may be more lands out there, and that there is a firmament actually, like the scriptures say, and that the scriptures are much more accurate in their description of our physical world actually than Neil deGrasse Tyson is. That's cool and everything, but at the same time, I just recognize, and I've had so many conversations with people. I grew up as a Christian. I went to a Christian school, so I know. I've seen people kind of go on their way as they grow up, and I've seen, I've, seen, I've heard a lot of this stuff, this science stuff, and this this just it and in many ways it acts as an easy out for people that have a problem with christianity or just don't want to be burdened with the morality mm. of being a member of a church or don't want to deal with that it's an easy out. oh i believe in science like come on now like sure like that and that was nice to believe but like i went to university and now we have string theory and quantum and like yeah. you know maybe god's real but like i'm really more of like a perennialist now like this is this is also common and to act like that isn't a problem i think it's disingenuous
1: yes. but my but my dark matter bro you're yeah, telling me that you so-
0: don't believe that space time literally bends, and therefore my keys fall to the ground. <laughs> you're telling me that let be, you're telling me that I'm not standing on the ground because of warping and bending of massive super planets and galaxies around <laughs> me and black holes thousands of light years away. You're telling me it's just density. Is that what you're telling me?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's funny you brought up the like the biblical stuff. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to the free preview of Ether Hour episode 13.5, as we're calling it. It's the 14th episode, but the point five kind of just indicates that it's a little bit different, not what we do every week here on the show. So I hope you enjoyed it. The rest, of course, behind the paywall, thank you so much to those that support us. Remember, we put out the free World War Now episode every week, nothing hidden. So the paywall stuff really doesn't just help us make the premium content that we bring you every week, but also helps us with the free content that we like to bring everybody to keep people informed on the ongoing, Third World War. So thank you so much for listening. Check out the rest of the episode to hear exactly why I think space is fake. And God bless. See you next time.